You're listening to That Bold Babe Podcast, and I'm your host, Ashley. My passion is to bring you high-vibe, honest content each week on personal growth, confidence, and deep inner work through practical, spiritual, and energetic guidance. I love to help women like you reach their highest potential through trusting themselves, owning their confidence and power, and building unshakable inner belief to achieve their greatest dreams. This is for the woman who is done with playing small. I'm a bold babe who is always growing herself, expanding her belief, and finding ways to create a more calm and joyful life. Let me be your confidence-boosting bestie who is obsessed with being her true self every day. You'll find me grooving to music while meal prepping on a Sunday and sipping soulful red wine with my girlfriends on a Friday. I'll dive into a deep conversation any day while wearing a cute outfit and red lipstick. I'll teach you everything you need to know to feel your best from the inside out. My big heart has coached over 700 women worldwide, and I love doing it. Together, we are capable of anything and everything. For ways to connect with me and work with me, check out the show notes and connect with me on Instagram at High Vibe Ash. A new Bold Babe episode starts now. Hi, babes. Welcome back to another episode of That Bold Babe Podcast. I am your host, Ashley, and each and every Thursday, we've got a new and exciting episode for you. Now, if you are completely new to me, welcome. I am so happy you are joining the community. Make sure to follow along on Instagram and join the amazing 300 plus women in our Facebook group as well. I am recording on a Wednesday and I've had a beautifully slow morning since I am on my cycle. So I'm allowing myself permission to take things a little slower today and be okay with it. And honestly, (laughs) it feels so good. So this is your reminder that it is okay to slow down and be in tune with your body and your soul. Give yourself permission to allow what it is that you need today. Now, today's episode is about confidence, and this is something that I get asked a lot about through usually my Instagram DMs or my Facebook group on Facebook. Um, Confidence is something that every woman who comes to me for coaching, whether it be for the Bold Babe program or for VIP coaching, something that we all have to grow, right? Even the women who come to me who feel that they are confident, find out that they are still suppressing so much of their personality and who they are. And there are so many different reasons for that. So today we're going to go through some of those reasons. We're going to talk about five ways to own your confidence now. And the reason why I say own your confidence and not even grow your confidence is because we all have confidence in us. Yes, even you, babe, who just said, no, that's not me. Yeah, babe, even you, you have confidence in you. And what we're going to do and what I teach my clients to do is to own that confidence. Because when you own that confidence and you express who you are unapologetically, you are owning and stepping into your power. And this is why it is so important. And I'm not just, you know, some extroverted person telling you this because surprise, guess what? I'm actually incredibly introverted. I get my energy from being alone, 
from tuning into myself, from having quiet time with myself, from listening to binaural sounds for the whole day while I tap into myself, do the inner work, or even while I'm focusing on work for all of you. How I've learned and taught myself to own my confidence is why so many people think I'm an extrovert. But as I said, I truly am an introvert and I get my energy. I fuel myself up by spending time alone, which is really interesting because my partner Pete is an extrovert. So he can spend time alone, but he gets his energy from interacting with other people. You know, I work from home and do my coaching and I love being able to do that. And he works in a hospital where he's interacting with people all day and that provides him with the fuel he needs to be energized. So, you know, we've been able to work through our relationship together and really honor each other and how we need to refuel. So this is why owning your confidence is really important because it allows you to be who you are. Like if you're an introvert like myself, and I'll tell you more about that, you can still express yourself and be that woman that you've always wanted to be. And I know that that might sound crazy. I know because I've gone through it myself as a young girl into a preteen, a teenager, my early twenties, my mid twenties, I was nervous all the time. My anxiety controlled my life. I wanted so badly to reveal and express the woman that was hiding inside of me. I had such a love for fashion, thanks to my mom, and just wanting to be able to express myself through fashion, through art. I was very creative and had a wonderful dad who never stifled my creativity, thanks dad. And so I had these avenues that I wanted to dwell deeper into and express myself through, yet my anxiety crippled a lot of that. There were times where I would go to networking events because I had a jewelry business. Yes, I was a jeweler at one point in my life. Ask me the different parts of my life and I can tell you all of them. There are many different parts. But I, yes, at one point I was a jeweler and I would go to trade shows. I would go to networking events just to meet other people to meet the people who are running events so that I could ask about being a vendor. And I would go to these events with friends and I would see my friends, honestly, to me, they seemed so glamorous, even though these events weren't glamorous. You know, we were wearing business attire or even just like casual business attire. My friends seemed glamorous to me because they would walk in the door and suddenly they gained these beautiful wings that allowed them to just float around and speak to anyone that they wanted to speak to. And I would look over to them and see them laughing and I felt like I was stuck in this bubble that nobody could come into because I wasn't allowing anyone into it. And the moment that last person, that last friend went off to use their wings at an event, I immediately would start sweating. I would get really hot and often I would find myself in the stall in a washroom crying because I my anxiety would just overwhelm me and I just felt so low like I could never be like them comparison is a huge part of confidence and comparison created so much anxiety within me that I wasn't good enough and all of those lies about myself just came into my mind and would like flood me out and any positivity I had would be flooded out by doubt and fear anxiety paralyzing anxiety there were times where I would go to events and I would actually sit in the car trying to boost myself up to be able to even open my car door to get out. And I would see people going into the events and I'd want to speak to them. And there were people in there that I knew I needed to connect with. 
And yet a lot of the time I would cry. And then if you haven't noticed yet, I cried a lot in my, my earlier years. I would cry. I would start the car back up and I would drive home. And that may have been after an hour and a half of driving to event, 45 minutes. I would get home and my poor dad would see me and just feel so, so bad for me that he would even say, honey, you know, I can uh, drive you next time or I can even put on something nice and go with you to the event. But of course, I'm like, no, I don't want to be the girl that can only go to an event because she's going with her dad. I don't want to be the, the girl at the event with her dad. Don't get me wrong. My dad's my best friend. <laughs> and at the same time, I so badly wanted to be the girl at the event with my dad because I'd have someone to guide me and to speak to me and a guaranteed kind of like um, a safety blanket, right? Somebody there with me that I knew I could just leech onto all night, but that wasn't allowing me to be myself. And I knew I had to grow out of that woman because who she was, oh, let me tell you, she was lovely. Who she was, was so sweet, so lovely. She was a people pleaser. She loved speaking to people, but kept her voice small. And because she kept her voice small, she kept her life small. When you don't own your confidence, you play small in your life. You don't show up as the leading lady. You don't shine as brightly as you want to. Your light is dimmed. You dim it yourself so that others can outshine you. And I don't want you to live that way anymore. And I know that you don't want to live that way anymore either. This is why confidence is so important, babes, because it allows you to honor yourself. Having confidence allows you to be who you are, to be your truest self and express your truest self, to speak up, to not have to second guess yourself or doubt yourself, to be who you've always wanted to be, whether it's at work, among family members, with your girlfriends, your guy friends, to just be who you are. And it allows you to use your power of expression. And I say that this is power because when you express yourself, guess what? There are people out there who need to hear from you. If I stayed small, I wouldn't be here right now. Oh my gosh, that makes me so emotional. It makes me so sad. Literally, my eyes are misting over because if I stayed small and I continued to be that woman who she was, that sweet people pleaser, I wouldn't be able, wouldn't have been able to have the confidence to actually step outside of that comfort zone and grow who I was and embrace myself fully to be my truest self, to be who I am today, guiding over seven, 800 women into their truest self, to have the programs I have, to be the entrepreneur that I am, to be this woman that I am today, wholeheartedly her. So having confidence is honoring yourself, using your power of expression, embracing who you are to the fullest extent, feeling fucking amazing and believing in yourself, which gives you what you need to, to go for it, whatever go for it may be. I've had VIP clients who start a business, who go from, oh my goodness, this one example I'm thinking of, she went from working for this awful bad word guy, okay, just really awful man, into creating a life of abundance through her confidence, through being herself, starting her own business, pro providing for her family, for her husband. She's done that. I've had another VIP client who, after many years of having such low self-esteem, not trusting herself, oh boy, doubt, anxiety, overwhelm, panic attacks, to fully embracing herself 
being this sassy, sexy woman now who went for it, found literally the love of her life instead of dating these guys that pulled her down, that made her feel like shit and sleeping around with these guys to literally finding the love of her life. Because when she had confidence, she was able to embrace who she was and trust herself and hold her standards higher. Okay, so all of these things are connected and this is why I do the work that I do because I've lived it myself. I've lived it through the many, the many, many, many women that I've coached over my eight years of coaching and now I'm taking all of this and bringing it to you in the form of my podcast and also on social media with Instagram and my Facebook group and on Facebook. It's all for you because I want you to know that it is possible for you, babe. It is possible for you. So why don't we go ahead and get on into those five ways that you can actually own your confidence. And the first way is actually one of my favorite ways. And when I started doing this, my gosh, I feel so powerful. And it's going to sound simple, but it is so, just makes you so unbreakable in your day. And that is showing up for you first thing in the morning. If you follow my socials, you know that I talk about your morning routine. And now you're probably wondering, okay, well, what's your morning routine? (laughs) So my morning routine literally helps me go from waking up with anxiety or if I'm in pain from my cycle or other um, bodily functions, then I can actually tap into my morning routine and attune to myself and set an intention and literally shift my entire morning. So instead of waking up, rolling to the side of your bed and just scrolling on your phone, mm -hmm, I'm talking about you, babe. I know a lot of us do that. Instead of doing that, you have a morning routine that actually empowers you. So for example, my morning routine is, you know, I get up and I go to the bathroom and then I come into the kitchen. I put my kettle on and so I'm boiling water and I take a frozen lime juice from the freezer. So I have an ice cube tray that I literally just like squeeze lemons and limes into so that I have these ice cubes. So I take one ice cube, I put a little Himalayan salt on top of that. And then I add about a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. This is just my concoction that I use. And then I pour so that the glass is half full of the boiling water. And then I fill up the rest of the glass with cold water so that I can actually just drink down that delicious morning elixir that gets the bowels moving, makes me feel really good, helps to settle my stomach. The apple cider vinegar supports my skin. And then after that, I come into my space. I make my bed actually right after I do that as it's settling in my stomach, I make my bed because it makes me feel so good. When you accomplish something first thing in the morning, you actually feel more productive and positive throughout the day. And this is proven. So making your bed is one of the best things you can do. Then I come usually onto the couch or a chair and I listen to my affirmations. Um, And this is something we're going to talk about later in this episode, but I listen and do some affirmations and then I do a meditation. And after that, I do a tapping sequence, which we will also talk about later in the episode. And then I do a card pull. (laughs) So if you follow me on socials, you'll know about my card pulls because I usually share them with you. Okay, so that all sounds like a lot. I didn't deep dive like right into all of that in the beginning. I slowly walked into the shallow end and I started with just my morning elixir. And then I slowly built from there. Okay, so just, you know, if you want to dive in and you think you can do all of that, go for it. But most 
people, most women, have success by just taking on a little bit at a time. This can take my morning routine. Um, all of that can take 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes up to 30 or 40 minutes. Especially in the beginning, it took more time because I had to be more focused. Now the focus comes to me more easily. But it did take some days take more time because I need more time. Like this morning, just settling myself, allowing myself that time. If you don't have that time, start with five minutes. Wake up earlier. Wake up 10 minutes earlier so that you can add something to your morning that is going to benefit you. In my morning routine, I think about what is my intention for the day? How do I want to feel today? And a lot of the time that that inspiration actually comes from my card pull that I do, and that's really helpful for me. Um, and then after that, I get into some other stuff in my morning routine that really helps, which is just putting myself together, you know, making myself feel so-called put together. Now, what this is for me, for me specifically, is putting on a little bit of makeup, doing my hair, putting on jewelry. Babes, I don't know what it is, but for me, when I put on my gold hoops and a necklace and my rings, I swear it is such a vibe. It just makes me feel more grounded in my sassy self. It makes me feel beautiful. It makes me feel like the bold babe that I am. And then I put on an outfit that feels amazing. And this actually segues into our second point of the five about wearing clothes that fit. Okay, so first get your morning routine going, feel grounded, set your intention for the day, put yourself together, whatever that looks like for you. That's just what it looks like for me, but whatever it looks like for you, totally cool. Then put on an outfit that makes you feel amazing. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something. Sometime this week, block out two, maybe one to three hours and clean out your closet. Get rid of the clothes that don't fit, babe. And even if you're like, no, but I know I'm going to fit into them one day. Get rid of them or put them in a box and put them in the garage. Put them somewhere different. Put them in the basement. Put them somewhere in a different place that's not your closet. Because let me tell you how fucking empowering it is when you open your closet and know that you love every single item in there because of the color, because of the fit, because you feel fabulous when you wear it. Invest in your clothes that fit so you don't have to think twice about wearing them. After I've done my makeup, my hair, my jewelry, and I've said some wonderful things to myself in the mirror, <laughs> you should, you know, maybe I'll record it one day. I say some fabulous things to myself. Sometimes I'm like, girl, you are so cute. Or I'll say like, mm, you are looking hot today, you know, with my flesh, my, my shimmery cheeks, because you know I love sparkle. I come in and I open my closet and I know that everything in my closet fits me. Now I do have a, it took me time, but I do have a capsule closet. So I literally have, aside from like swimwear, undies, and workout clothes, I probably have 50 items or less right now. And it feels so good. It feels so good to only have like five pairs of jeans. And not even jeans, like five pairs of pants. Um, three skirts and, you know, some shirts and, you know, pullover shirts and nice things and comfortable things. It just rocks your morning when you put, can put on anything in your closet and feel fabulous in it. This was a huge thing for me. This seems so small, but babe, let me tell you, when you go through your closet and pull out the clothes that don't fit and you only keep clothes that you actually wear and that you enjoy, put on every single thing. And even if it fits you, but it doesn't bring you joy, doesn't, I don't know, you just don't wear it, donate it. There are so many women who need clothes. Donate the, that clothes. 
a lot of a lot of places actually almost everywhere is taking clothes again you know so donate the clothes somebody's gonna use it and if it's really old and has holes like throw it out and if it's sentimental okay decide about it but you know if you can let it go it's gonna make you feel amazing when you open that closet and you can wear any freaking thing and you feel fabulous right can you imagine already can you imagine how your day is going okay so you've woken up let's say 15 minutes earlier you've done a bit of a morning routine maybe yours was a five minute guided meditation from an app or from spotify and then you've gone into the washroom and you know kind of put yourself together you're feeling good you've looked in the mirror and you're like girl i see you right even if it's you're you're doing your best today okay you don't have to love it but you can say you're doing your best today and then you put on an outfit that makes you feel amazing you're already walking into the day a lot taller stronger than the day before let me tell you that okay so that's number two we still got three more to go <laughs> and guess what I'm gonna take your hand and we are gonna go deeper and deeper because if you don't already know, this podcast is not superficial. We go deep, we get raw because it's just about honesty. And if you follow me in socials, you know that that's what I'm about. I'm gonna be honest with you. And if it's coming up for me and it's come up for over 800 clients then I know it's coming up for you. So the third way to be able to own your confidence and own your power, honor yourself is to trust yourself. This is a big one and it comes up with every single woman, honestly, I've ever interacted with, but especially those who are coming into the Bold Babe program or the VIP coaching. This is a big one. When you trust yourself, you don't look to others for validation or approval. And I used to do this a lot. I asked for the opinions of others. I didn't trust myself. I doubted my decisions. And even if I knew I wanted to do something or wear a certain outfit, right? But nowadays, like when I want to do something, I would turn to um, a really good friend, even my best friend or my family members or even my dad, because I always look to him for advice. And even if I wanted to do B and they were like, oh, I'm not sure about B. I really think you need to be doing A. And these are the reasons why I would end up doing A because I would so greatly doubt B. And in doing that, I chose to dishonor myself and choose somebody else's opinions over mine. Even though my intuition knew what was right for me, my gut knew what was right for me, I knew what was right for me, I chose not to trust myself. And when you don't trust yourself, you create self-doubt, self-sabotage, you create more fear and anxiety and overwhelm within yourself because now you're out of balance. Now you've allowed yourself to be put off, so-called in terms of your energy, and as you go forward with plan A that everybody's agreed that you should do, even though you felt you should be doing plan B, you go into plan A and you're not fully there. You're not going to flow into it. Your energy is not going to be there because you know that you should have done the other thing. Okay. Because what you've done is instead of trusting yourself, you look to others for their approval and validation, especially on important decisions. So I used to do that too, a lot. <clears throat> and now... Now, instead of asking for the opinions of others, even my bestest friend and my dearest father, now I'm able to actually tune into myself. And when I have conversations with other people who choose to provide me with opinions that I have not asked for, that's okay, that's just who they are, I'm able to either completely block out that opinion and still have a happy, humble conversation with them because, or I put their opinion through a sift, right? So a sift is like one of those 
like, you know, if you're baking, you put the flour through a sift and you shake it so that it becomes extra fine. It takes out all the clumps. So you, I am able to put their opinions in a sift in my mind and shake it through. And the more and more I became to trust myself, the finer the sift became. So instead of a lot of opinions coming through, I now have chunks and chunks of things that don't come through and very fine, minute things that I know are positive, can help grow me and resonate with who I am from the inside. Those are the things that I take. Everything else, I happily and humbly pass on. And there's no resentment there. I don't have to feel like, oh, why is this person saying all this to me? I can have a conversation with them lovingly and still not take their opinions in. And this is huge. And it's because I fully trust myself. And in having that trust for myself, I have deeper connections and deeper relationships with everyone in my life. Everyone. The more I trusted myself, the better I saw my different partners get, right? And then to the point where now I'm with Pete, who is just exceptional, (laughs) right? And we're planning our future together. And it is amazing because I trust myself. He has done a lot of work on himself and together we're able to be our best selves as individuals, which allows us to be our best self as a couple. I'll go into that in another (laughs) podcast episode. Today, it's about you and your confidence. So those are three ways, okay? Now we're going to go even a little deeper. Okay, so take my hand. All right, let's do this. The fourth way for you to honor yourself and own your confidence, babe, is to use your voice. Now, this one is often challenging for most of the women I work with. And so many, so many of us were taught that we should be keeping our thoughts to ourselves, right? When we were younger, keep your voice to yourself. You shouldn't really be heard. What you have to say isn't that important. I know all of that because I always had personalities around me that always outshone me. And one of them was my greatest friend of 23 years growing up. And I still love her. And she was just such a light. She's so, so gorgeous. So when we went out, of course, she had the attention of the men and I didn't. And I loved her so much. that There was never resentment there. But I did always feel like my light was dimmed. And it was not her fault. Because I, wanted to, I want you to take responsibility for this. When it comes to your voice and your power, you are the only one responsible for it. As much as we want to blame other people, sure, we can... Blame what we learned growing up, but you have the choice to unlearn those things. You have the choice to start using your voice. You have the choice to start trusting yourself. You have the choice to start embracing yourself. You have the choice to use your power of choice and start to use your voice. No matter how long, babe, your light has been dimmed, you can turn that light up in an instant. You do not, have, do not have to stay quiet. Owning your voice means being able to speak up and speak out. You don't have to be rude. There does not have to be conflict. It is safe for you to use your voice. Using your voice allows you to use your power. And see, when you stay quiet, and I know because I stayed quiet for so long. Let me tell you, I actually used to, I'm a, I'm a very funny person. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I think I'm really funny. And growing up, I would say the things that I say now, I would say them under my breath, like literally under my breath. And once in a while, it's probably in my late teens to early 20s, I noticed people around me started to hear. Maybe I was speaking a slightly louder than I used to. I don't know. But they would hear it. They would catch what I was saying under my breath and they would either laugh or they'd go, yeah, that's a great idea, Ashley. Let's do that. Or did you guys just hear what Ashley said? 
And I would go, oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm being heard. And it felt so good to be heard. But I stayed quiet for so, so long. And even after that, I had to learn how to use my voice. And staying quiet actually means that you are giving your power away. And this causes emotions like resentment, anger, sorrow. I hear this all the time. When I do that deep inner work with my VIP clients, or even those who work through the Bold Babe <clears throat> program, when they're not using their voice, there's resentment and anger and sorrow for not being heard. But again, you need to take that responsibility. If you have something to say, you need to be able to share it. Now, there is no, there is, this is a tough one. If you are trying to reason with someone who is unreasonable, you are going to be just running your energy out. You're going to be draining your energy. However, if you are having a conversation with an intellect that can actually be reasonable, then use your voice. Have that conversation. Because I can tell you, the women that I've coached, they've gone from not using their voice to expressing themselves. And when they're able to do that, most often with their loved ones, they're able to not have conflict, but actually have deeper conversations. And when you are able to have a deeper conversation with someone, guess what? Your relationship with them goes even deeper. Using your voice has so much benefit. And I understand if there's fear around doing that, but using your voice doesn't mean that there's going to be conflict. It is safe for you to use your voice. You were meant to be heard. Your thoughts matter. Your voice matters. Your opinions matter. And it doesn't mean that you're going to go sharing them with everyone. Okay. Because you do have to protect your energy. You have to protect who you are so that the unreasonable doesn't just come back and lash out on you because that's happened with me before. <laughs> and it is rough when that happens, but <clears throat> being able to share who you are by using your voice is incredibly important. Okay. People want to hear from you and it deepens relationships when you're able to do that. Okay. Now we have a fifth one that the fifth one, and this is one of my favorites because it's something that um, I touched on earlier in the episode and something that I do every morning. And so this is using the technique of tapping and affirmations. This is one of my favorite ways to feel good when I am already feeling good or when I need a mind shift to turn my perspective of the day around and to kind of shift my energy and my attitude. So what I do is I use tapping and this is a technique that allows you to distract your conscience, so your ego, and it allows you to speak truth into your subconscious. So I use this often, always in the morning, but I also use it throughout the day when I have those moments where fear or doubt come through, whether it has to do with work or with a conversation with a loved one or with another situation, whatever it is. It allows me to, instead of allowing the dear, uh, sorry, the fear, the doubt, the self-sabotage or anxiety to come in completely, it allows me to say, hang on a second, fear, don't stop. You stay right there and let me tell my subconscious the truth. And the way that you can do this, now if you're driving, listening to this podcast, please do not participate in this, but if you're not, it's safe to go. Take your non-dominant hand. So I'm using my left hand because I'm right-handed. And hold it horizontal so that you're actually looking at your thumb and it's, you know, your hand's nice and flat, okay? So you're, you're holding it horizontal. Now on the side with your pinky finger, pass the knuckle, so in the space in between your wrist and your pinky finger big knuckle, 
I want you to tap in that space with the three fingers from your right hand. And you're literally just tapping that soft space, the side of your palm in between your wrist and your big knuckle of your pinky finger. And while you do this, this is what is allowing you to distract the ego so that you can then speak the affirmations, speak the truth into your subconscious. I want you to practice saying different affirmations. And now these are, I'm going to share some of my favorite ones right now with you, but you can take these if they work for you, use them. And if they don't, that's okay. Find ones that work for you. So an affirmation may sound like, actually, as we just used um, previously with using your voice, it is safe for me to use my voice. It is safe for me to express myself. Say these with me. It is safe for me to use my voice. It is safe for me to express myself. It is safe for me to be my truest self. I am beautiful. I am learning to love myself every day. People love hearing from me and I love sharing my thoughts with them because I can have deeper conversations and therefore deeper connections. I stand strong in my power every day. It is safe for me to be different and creative. And that's one of my favorite ones because growing up, I was always the weird girl. I was always strange, especially in my family. I was the weird one because I was so creative. Like, I mean, like painting on the walls creative, like the entire wall of my room creative which my sister hated, my dad probably didn't like, but he never was upset with me. But I had to learn to allow myself to know that it was safe for me to be different and creative and that the right people, the right people for me would accept me and honor that and celebrate that within me. And if they didn't, that's okay too, because it is safe for people to come into my life and stay, and it is safe and okay for them to leave. Okay, so these are powerful ones because in all of this conversation about confidence, if you take anything from this, it's in honoring yourself. Confidence is in honoring and embracing who you truly are. Now, with all of that being said, I feel like a lot of you listening have been thinking about switching things up in your life. You know that you want to embrace more of yourself. Maybe you felt or really resonated with some of this. Maybe there were some emotions that came up, whether it was anger, sadness, as we went through this pod, this podcast episode. Maybe, you know, you want or you feel the need to create change, but the fear, self-sabotage and overwhelm just keeps holding you back. Babe, I'm speaking to you. If you need to take the first step into owning your confidence, loving your body and learning to trust yourself and express yourself, then the Bold Bay program is for you, is truly created for you. And if you're ready to step into your next level self, your highest level self and create a life that you absolutely love, like I discussed about some of my other VIP clients starting their business, you know, being able to attract the love of their life. If you're ready for that, then the VIP coaching is for you, babe. I thank you for joining me today. And if you have questions about anything that we discussed today, whether it's the tapping, the affirmations, if you want me to share those affirmations with you, then go ahead and DM me 
or Facebook messaging messenger me, you'll find the links to both of those in the show notes. And if you don't know what show notes are, those are the notes at the bottom of the podcast. So if you just scroll up on the podcast, you'll see a whole bunch of notes there, synopsis of what the podcast is about, and then also all of the links and show notes that I have for you. So my social links will be there. DM me. My DMs are always open. I love, if you haven't noticed already, babe, I love having these conversations and I'm here for them. I am here to empower you so that you can step into your highest self and honor who you truly are. That is what I'm here to do. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for tuning into this episode of That Bull Babe Podcast. If you resonated with what you heard, I would be so grateful if you wrote a review and shared this with a bold babe you know would learn from it and love it like you do. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Ash. I look forward to getting to know you more. 